Uh, I think we're ready to start. Yeah. Yeah. Can, can I ask your, your last name? I don't think. Bastida. Bastida. I'll be Bastida. Bastida. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, is that what you use for comedy too? That's what I use for comedy too. Um, well, I'm in the process. I'm going to legally change my last name because my real last name is Bustamante. But okay. Bustamante. Long story short, I plan not to have my dad's last name. Gotcha. 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 want to change to my mom's maiden name. Just to want to keep that last name. Yeah. But we were actually looking into maybe even... <laughs> Taking my fiance's last name. Whoa. So, yeah. yeah. You, you know we're, we're not traditional, like, what's That would be such a modern That's move. Cool. Yeah. 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 Like, you know, my sister and her husband, mm-hmm. they were trying to decide whose last name they should take, and they yeah. couldn't decide. So then they were like, let's ask our mothers for their maiden names. And then they, they ended up going with my brother in law's because my mom's maiden name is. Okay. And they were like, That's way too goyish. So. <laughs> That's a good last name. Maybe I'll use that last name if you don't mind. <laughs> <It's fair>. <laughs> Feel <laughs> free. That's, that's okay. Nobody else is using it, yeah. so you're good. <laughs> now, I told my, I have a son. Mm-hmm. I have a 10 year old. Oh, sweet. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because you know, yeah. when I told him about last name changes and stuff like that, he's like, Can I make mine Smith? I'm like, Okay, that's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how that works. Like, <laughs> like, if you really want to blend in, I guess. Yeah. That's... I'm like, Go for it if you want. Where he, do you know where he got that from? No, he's he's just a funny kid. He's a goofy kid. Gotcha. He, he gets it from me. So he's with me full time. So oh really? Yeah, I have gotcha. Full custody of him. So oh, oh gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Oh my gosh, sorry about this like guy who's flying in here. It's okay. Um, yeah. Uh, how how long did you say you've been doing comedy again? Uh, ten ten years. Um, I always say because I started comedy like right before my kid was born. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, and gotcha. like I said, it happened. Like, it all happened by accident. Because before that, uh, I would do open mics. I would try to play music with mm-hmm. an acoustic guitar. Gotcha. Just do covers that I thought I knew. Yeah. And I would do poetry readings. Poetry is my my niche. Like, okay. You know, but gotcha. performing it for me, and even just reciting it, it's so much harder than doing stand-up comedy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Really? So, oh, yeah. It's because you basically you just going up there, you just pouring your heart out. You know, it's like, I, for me, point. I kind of feel like it's like you're you're reading a journal entry. You know, so that's interesting. Yeah. Over the time, do you, so you still do the poetry readings and stuff. I, like that? I haven't done a poetry reading like the moment I started stand up comedy. I left that out in the dust. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> I write though. I do have um. I have a couple of books out. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, first book I wrote. Um. Well, all my books are poetry. Mm-hmm. Um. I call it bad poetry. You know, that, that's my right, niche. Right. Yeah. I'm self proclaimed bad poet. Gotcha. Um. My first two books, they're kind of more like journal entry ish mm-hmm. type things because you know a lot of people would read my poetry and they'll look at me or they'll write to me and they're like oh we don't know what you're talking about here i'm like well then that's my point you know oh, it means to me you know it matters to me yeah um but some people like they'll read it and they're like oh that's pretty heavy you know so oh, yeah gotcha. so the first book i wrote was called pink elephant mm-hmm. and i'm from east san jose so i think mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> i think you know where i got that name yeah from. I do think, yeah, yeah, yeah that's where i got the name from um i was born and raised in that area so oh, okay cool yeah um that's where i got the name and then the second second book i wrote is called uh lola de muerte um okay. if i said that right lola de muerte i mm-hmm. can't even say the name of my books right so <laughs> But um, that was actually inspired by an ex-wife. So oh, gotcha. Yeah, that actually, book actually got me in a lot of trouble. Well, not a lot oh, of trouble. Really? Yeah. Well, actually, I'll um, tell you real quick. So before that book came out, it was a working title, and it was called Backstabbers Anonymous. Mm-hmm. And I had a chapter in there called the Lola Diaries, mm-hmm. and I promoted that chapter because I, I 
I feel when it comes to domestic violence, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of people don't hear the guy's side of the story. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, you know, and it happens to guys, too. That's mm-hmm. how I feel. But I, a lot of them were journal entries about um, long as she was... She was abusive. Gotcha. You know, she was gotcha. very abusive. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm not saying I'm a saint because I did some stupid shit to myself. I never hit her because mm-hmm. you should never hit a woman. You know. Yeah. yeah it's just not it, like just abuse in general. It's just not. Yeah. Right in a marriage, you know. So especially with a kid. I, yeah. I take it that was no, what, actually. No? So oh, sorry. <laughs> I, no, don't be, don't be. No, uh, I'm actually glad I didn't have a kid with her. But sounds yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, no, the girl I ended up dating after her is my kid's mom. Okay. Yeah, so. Um, but anyway, that was like over 10 plus years ago mm-hmm. that I was married to this woman. Um, last December, she ran. She saw me at a Safeway. And I. it was one of those situations where I hear her say, Albie, and I knew it was her voice. Like, you mm-hmm. ever see someone you can't stand you just hear their voice call your name and you're just like Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah skin crawls yeah and i was with my kid at the time too yeah. it's like we're just trying to get dinner and shit like that yeah. and it's i turn around and it's her it's lola lola's not her real name just mm-hmm. to clarify um it's a nickname she gave herself which i found very odd and it was with her and her boyfriend i guess at the time and she comes up to me and she's like, "Hey, can we talk over here real quick?" And I'm like, "No." At the grocery store, like right safe, now. At the Safeway. I'm You're like, like, "I have shit to I'm do. Tr- I got shit to do. Like, I'm trying. To, I'm looking at the sushi. Do you, leave my me kid's alone. right here. And my kid's trying to get a monster. No, you didn't get a monster. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. But then yeah, and she's like, "Well, it'll just be real quick. Can we just go in the corner over here?" I'm like, yeah. "That is a little setup ish. I'm not talking to you." Yeah. And plus, I told her, "I'm like, I haven't talked to you in over a decade." You know, yeah. but I'll entertain this. This better go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So side note, my very first show at the San Jose Improv, mm-hmm. she went there because we were, we were cordial at one point and she found yeah. out I was doing comedy and she brought up telling me like, remember that time at the San Jose Improv years ago that you said you'll never make jokes about me on stage. And I'm like, no, I don't remember saying that at all. Cause mm-hmm. do you remember anything you said 10 years ago? <laughs> no, no, exactly. And it, exactly. And I told her, I'm like, I, I vaguely, like, I don't, I don't remember. And she's like, well, what was the first time you performed? I'm like, again, that was over 10 plus years ago. I yeah. said a lot of shit, you know? Yeah. And then she brought up, she's like, so you're writing about me now? And I'm like, oh, that's why uh, you're approaching me. <laughs> damn. Yeah. Cause we have mutual friends and I guess yeah. her friends saw it on my Instagram and showed her, hey, her, look at yeah. this, you know? And I told her, I'm like, why well, is that? I never tell jokes about you on stage, you know? Mm-hmm. This is just a book. Yeah. You know? And she's like, well, I just want to let you know that I don't appreciate it. And I'm like, okay. And then it got really awkward for like five seconds because I guess oh, she was man. expecting me to apologize. Just do something. Yeah. yeah. And I looked at her. I'm like, are we done? Like, I I got to go. My kid's nudging my shirt. And, you know? mm. yeah. and she's like, well, I don't know. Are we done? And I'm like, thank you for reading. Like, I don't know what you want me to tell you. <laughs> and yeah. then I just walked away. And we were both at opposite checkouts, like checking out together. And I'm like, oh, I better not see her outside. And Damn. I just took off. So, yeah. So with that being said, I went back home and I changed the name of the book to Lola de Muerte. <laughs> so, oh, gotcha. <laughs> so, yeah. So I can say it kind of got me a little something. Yeah, it kind of got me a little She could have really expected you to do anything, but that's like a little bit of something you did. Yeah, but I mean... It's like, I, you don't talk to someone for 10 years, and it's like, 
fully divorced, 100%, you know, that, and it's, yeah. like, Lois, not your real name, like, you know, so, that's how I wrote that book, basically. Gotcha. Yeah, so. That's uh, intense, yeah. Give, give me one second. There's, like, a car that's, like, like idling here. It's Lola. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I heard my name. Well, anyway, that's the show. Thank you, guys. <laughs> We should like formally introduce him. We, we yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I fucked that up a little, but yeah. No, don't be sorry. It's okay. <laughs> should I just leave that in then? Then, like this thing going. I don't know if this the thing's gonna move. Can you hear it? A hundred percent. Oh, okay. It's oh. raw and unedited. Just leave it in. That's leave it in. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's go for it. It's okay, like your sure. first. It's like your first time. Just leave it in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I will give you. Yeah. Let's let's give you an introduction. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> Hey everybody, <laughs> we're here with Alby Bastida, local comedian, author, poet, a bad poet, bad poet. Bad to, poet. I was about to say, <laughs> and, and bad advocate, bad advocate, <laughs> bad advocate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Started becoming a bad advocate uh, recently, and Batman did a lot of research. Still learning more about bats every day. Yeah, so, gotcha. someone has to speak for the bats. Exactly. So the mean. Yeah. I mean, if they man, imagine if they talk, they sleep during the day. Exactly, so. they're sleeping right now. So, yeah. so yeah, now, I've always known people thought bats were like cute and stuff. Mm -hmm. But uh, what what drew you to that as of recent? <laughs> Honestly, what inspired me is that my fiance had a, has a fascination for bats too. Mm -hmm. She loves bats, gotcha. and her friends loves bats. And uh, sometime last year, they wanted to do I don't know, necessarily the centerfold. They wanted to do an Instagram page called mm -hmm. Butts for Bats. Oh, interesting. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, which I found funny, and you know, they made the page and everything. Um, they haven't really done anything with it yet, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I feel like you know what? Yeah, I want to do something for bats. Gotcha. So, interesting. Yeah, yeah gotcha. like that. What kind of triggered it a little bit, and then nice. learning more about bats, and I'm like, oh my god, you know, that and they're cute. I mean, well, not all of them are cute, but I mean, some of them are <laughs> ugly, but in like in like but, an endearing way. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like the vampire bats. Exactly. Yeah. There's there's a beauty yeah. behind that. So. Yeah. Those humongous ears. It, it's what it's it is. Yeah. yeah, that and you know, side note, my favorite DC hero is Batman. So I oh. can't go wrong with that one. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I'm, a, I'm a Batman lover. So no, it's so cool, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you don't mind, uh, what is the uh, the organization that you you were telling us about? So it's two actually. One is a Bat World Sanction uh, Sanctuary, mm -hmm. and the other one is Bat uh, Cons um, Conservation International. Mm -hmm. I, did I say that right? I hope I said it. I right. think so. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Bat World Sanctuary and Bat. Conservation International. So, gotcha. uh, one thing I'm doing is um, I do make shirts online um, on T Public and Redbubble, mm -hmm. and it's called Bad Poetry Inc. And it's very heavily horror based because I'm a, I saw I'm a horror yeah. movie nut. Yeah. And a quarter of my earnings that I'm making on each uh, site or each sale, I, I am donating to both those organizations. You know, yeah. they basically you know help the bats that are orphaned and help them. You know get them medicine and stuff so, nice. so yeah, how, awesome. how long is this going on for your sale um this is going on until basically it's basically going on until october oh nice. Know, nice. Hence what, yeah hence why the michael myers shirt is pretty much like on the flyer gotcha you know because gotcha. i you know two of my favorite icons michael myers and michael jackson put them together you know gotcha. <laughs> to make that shirt Very nice. yeah so but but pretty much other aside from that shirt it's pretty much anything on the websites um that i'm a quarter of it i will donate to them so. yeah i was, I was nice. looking for your shirts this morning actually oh thank you i have a question about one of them which one um there was one that says stop remaking 80s horror movies yeah <laughs> And that made me think this guy has some opinions about <laughs> we should ask about. Yeah. Um, 
Is there, are there any like horror me, movies you're re-dreading? Uh, yeah. There's a lot. Like the Friday, the not, not Friday Thirteenth, Nightmare on Elm Street. I saw that mm. remake. Did not like it. Oh yeah, yeah. that was an awkward one. Yeah, it was, yeah, because Freddy Krueger's supposed to be funny. Yeah, yeah. So that's part of it. Yeah. Oh, that one. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. But they got the guy that played um, let's say Rorschach in Watchmen. Oh, he, really? He's the one playing oh. Freddy Krueger in that one. Oh, cool. Yeah, I can't remember his name, but um. Yeah, but I, I just think with cinema nowadays, especially in the horror genre, um, you know, I think it kind of lacks originality, but and that's why they reboot everything and they remake everything. Gotcha. Which I think is cool that, you know, in some ways where, you know, you're doing remakes like Halloween or Evil yeah. Dead. thing is, if you're going to do it, you really need to just, you really need to execute it. Gotcha. You know, the one reboots I actually thoroughly enjoyed was um, Evil Dead's remake that came out in 20... In the 2010s. Right, so, yeah. Yeah, I, th- yeah I, th- I think it was like 2011, mean. I was in college. Yeah. 2011, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed that remake. That yeah. and 2003 when Texas Chainsaw Massacre had the reboot of the first movie. Really? Yeah, because yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre is actually my favorite horror movie. Like, I love Leatherface. Oh, the original really? one? Yeah. I, do, I like that one. I, it, honestly, what I like about it, because it's so scary and it's so haunting, but the thing is, you don't see one drop of blood in that movie. That's true. I did not know that. No, That's true. Not one drop. It sounds and like it's going to be really gory. Like, I was nervous going into it because I was a total horror movie baby yeah. at the time. Um, but that's one thing I like about uh, 70s horror movies is they're oh, not that graphic, but they're pretty visceral, yeah. you know? Yeah. And a lot of them are, like, B-rated. Like, some of the 70s are kind of like, you know. Mm. Oh, my God. I love, I don't know the re- uh, date of release, but the original Evil Dead, I don't know. Something yeah. about that cheesy but like they're so committed in that movie yeah it what just I, really speaks to it's me it's funny what i loved about that trilogy because the first movie it's a serious movie yeah mm-hmm. very like, serious there's yeah. nothing funny about it it's like you yeah. know you're in a house full of demons and it's it's a little funny just like it, how but and not yeah. on purpose not yeah. on purpose but, yeah, but well, looking yes, at so it much. now yes yeah yeah definitely but then in part two like you know 30 minutes in the movie and you're like, okay, this is starting to get a little silly. And then yeah. like army of darkness came out and you're like, Oh my God, this is so funny. Yeah. It turned up to the max. Yeah. Essentially. So, yeah. yeah. So, so I take it you guys are horror movie fans too, right? Like hardcore. Yeah. I used to be more into it. I think the last few years I've had such a low tolerance for anything dark. So right. I, I've been watching them pretty rarely lately, but I was really into the older like seventies horror movies and some of the eighties ones. I was trying to get in on all the franchises. You right. Know? Yeah. So I was watching a bunch of like Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Nightmare on Elm Street yeah. and uh, the Halloween movies. And then I was also watching those uh, Adams Family and the Monsters TV shows, just that sucking in. All show, I was yeah. like really into that kind of culture for a few yeah. years there. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Still pretty into it to be honest. I'm I was gonna say like keep going. I am so keep, into Wooly Monster. Don't, don't ever stop. I don't think yeah. that'll ever stop. Yeah. Good. It should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I myself, I'm not a big horror fan. Mm-hmm. I actually always. Up until recently, I've always avoided trying to watch horror. Okay. I'm just such a huge scary cat. Mm. But I have found a newfound love for... I, I didn't even know I could find love for scary things. Mm-hmm. But I love the, like, the liminal hor- horror stuff that's like oh. come out as of recent. Yeah. Okay. Uh, both like mainstream and on like YouTube type of stuff. I think I like the YouTube stuff more. Just because I like the way it tickles my brain. Like, it's definitely not applicable to mainstream media. Yeah. Just on its own. 
but I think I'm having a lot of fun right now kind of discovering this new element of what it means for something to be scary right? and how to like apply that. Cause you know, I, over on the, you know, we usually talk about like screenwriting and stuff like that. Right, so yeah. applying that to a story that like, you know, has this tension that originates in that kind of stuff. That's what I'm having fun with right now. Nice. And I'm also having fun discovering all of those, that content. So that's that's my my take on horror. Okay. Yeah. 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 No, I had a brief period where, well, I was because I was younger. Because you know, mm-hmm. even when I was younger, I was still like watching a lot of horror mm-hmm. movies. One particular movie I really got scared of when I was younger was a uh, Child's Play two. Oh. Yeah. Oh man, I hated those. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh man. <laughs> well, no. What really scared me the most is the ending of those of uh, Child's Play two is where they like burn and melt him, and then yeah. he's just still running around. And you just see this new doll just looking all scary. <laughs> I remember having nightmares for like weeks. <laughs> yeah, that one always got me because I always had like a lot of toys lying around. Yeah. Actually, the things. Okay, there's two things that really get me in horror. It's one, two. Clowns. No, actually, oh, I have okay. no problems with clowns. And that's actually kind of crazy because my mother has a thing about clowns. She can't even see one or it'll like fuck her up. My older sister, she's got a phobia of clowns. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 We, we watched it when we were younger one time. And for some reason, That'll my <laughs> other sister had this toy clown that you twist yeah. the back of it and then oh, it moves. Geez, yeah. And then we watched it one night and we all went to bed and that thing went off in the middle of the night. Oh, oh. fuck. And, and yeah. Cause you know, sometimes like it's not fully done. Like, I don't know how those toys like still oh, the, keep the spring, the one where yeah keeps its tension and yeah. then it goes off at a random time. Yeah. It went yeah. off in the middle of the night and it just right after you freaked watched my movie. sister out. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. That, that definitely, I actually, I don't, I don't get, I never, maybe because it's more old timey. Right. I never understood the love for clowns, mm-hmm. but I, yeah. def- I got the hate. But I've I've always <laughs> that's understandable. You're like oh yeah for sure. Like people say they see a clown like oh my god I love yeah, it. Yeah, like, you know yeah. I don't think yeah. I've only seen videos of people like enjoying clowns. I've right. never seen it, someone in real life like in, next to me enjoy a clown. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, oh man, sorry I forgot what I was saying about the the clown thing. But oh, it's just that it doesn't really get to me or anything like that. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Actually, I don't remember what I was talking about. I'm so sorry. I think you were talking about um, two things that get to you or something. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just well, not clowns. Yeah, definitely not clowns. But one thing that gets me uh, is because, you know, how you watch something in the dark. Yeah. Um. Uh, oh, that's what I was saying. The toys. The toys always got to me. Right. Because they're especially mundane objects that they turn scary. Mm-hmm. Like a doll. Like I used to have a family member who used to collect like these really high end I don't even know what you call them, but they're a special kind of doll that like are very customizable. They have like glass eyes. Oh yeah. Oh okay. my god. They had like a room full of them, and I remember just after what, watching. Was it face porcelain? Or? I think so. Yeah. Those are so creepy. Okay, it's funny you mentioned that because about a month ago, mm-hmm. uh, my fiance and I we went to a sip and seance in Oakland. Oh. Um, we know two people. I don't know if you guys ever heard of Napa Ghosts and Legends. No, uh, they're paranormal investigators. So, oh, gotcha. yeah, they're really cool people. Um, I'll give you their information. They had the sip and seance thing they were doing in some kind of church, which it was actually a lot of fun. So we walked in, and the way it was, was there's tables everywhere, mm-hmm. and the point is to paint. You know, you paint and you drink wine. Mm-hmm. I gave my fiance mine. I don't drink, and they bring dolls and toys with them. Now, mm-hmm. the thing with those dolls and toys, it's everything they kept during investigations. So there's 
they're haunted. Damn. Yeah, yeah. And I'll show you the picture later. Yeah. It was yeah. a clown, sure. porcelain face, beady eyes, oh, and man. Um, they just look like cursed objects. They, yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah. 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 But um, it's funny because they have those machines that are right there on the table. Mm-hmm. The, the the electromagnetic EMF. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They put them on each table, and when I had the clown, it started going off. And oh man. Yeah. So. Yeah, okay. so that, yeah, to- so it wasn't toys. The wine. It was what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it's the clowns. And then this one is less so, but it, it does get to me even if it doesn't happen. But uh, I was it actually happened the other day when I was watching that kind of content. Uh, one of the videos was, it, in of itself, it wasn't that bad, but right. the image of, you you guys remember, like, Jeff the Jeff the Killer or something like that? Yeah. It's just, like, really yeah. creepy face that, it, it's, it's like a, a photo. It's a, a creepy pasta kind of thing. Like. Oh, yeah. Okay. So okay. It's, yeah. 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 It's, like, it's been, like, the face was edited, like, twice, and then they published the photo. They use it for, like, jump scares. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But one of the things that kept getting me about the video, they, it, the person was just talking about it, but I was watching in the dark, and the thing that fucked me up the most was right. that this face is very pale. So uh, what happened yeah. is, like, the image got burned into, like, you know how you can, like, it's like your eyes get burning, you know what I mean? Yeah. If something's too bright. Yeah. So then I was walking around the house, and every time I would blink, I'd see the face, and, like, oh, yeah. I would just be, like, in the dark. I'd just be like, <laughs> oh, man, that's, like, super unsettling. I know exactly unsettling. what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it's yeah. happened to me a few times. Like, I don't know, not with that face, but, like, mm-hmm. certain things, like, I watch on TV, too. Yeah. So. And mm-hmm. so it's that, and then just the thought of, like, whatever you saw earlier mm-hmm. coming at you in the dark. Yeah. I have no idea why I have this fear of, like, something coming at me in the dark. You know what's funny? Is that a clown? I, we all just die. <laughs> <laughs> like, what kind of podcast am I in? <laughs> There's some clown honking around yeah, out there. Yeah, no, what the hell? No, it's this lady uh, who who sells like corn and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Very oh. delicious. I promise. No, no, okay. I promise. No clowns involved. <laughs> okay, I was like, I start talking about male strippers. So There's gonna be a bunch of naked guys out here. <laughs> the fire engine is out there. I know. <laughs> I'm like, all right, let's roll this up. <laughs> yeah, but those are the those are the things that definitely get to me. It's just like after seeing a movie, like I have to turn on all the lights. No, you know I, I mean? no, I get yeah. it. Like, yeah, it's funny. Like you watch a movie, especially like ghost movies, paranormal movies, yeah, um, mm. supernatural when, movies. When what? Paranormal Activity came out, and that that was a huge thing. Yeah. That was, yeah, yeah. I think out of that whole series, I think part three was my favorite one. I don't know if you watched the third one. Is that the one where they play Bloody Mary? I think so. All I remember is the ending of part three. I jumped and I I don't jump in scary movies like Mm -hmm. often. But um, at that, there was one scene at the end. If you get a chance, just check it out. I jumped. Is that the one with the, with the cult at the end? Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 I know what you're talking about. Everyone is just like right Uh, there. I was in a theater when I saw that. And then I was the only one screaming like, what the fuck? (laughs) I'm like, that's my cue to leave. (laughs) So when I was a kid, the one thing that scared me that I saw on TV, which actually makes a lot of sense in retrospect, Mm -hmm. I was about 14 when the movie Slither came out. Do you remember that? So I I accidentally, this was like, because in my childhood, my parents would not let me watch horror movies. So I think that's probably what made me want to see them, made me horror curious in the first place. Yeah. But I accidentally saw this trailer right before dinner. And it was. Right before um, dinner? Yeah. Yeah. And you you know that (laughs) shot of the woman who just, because it's about those slugs that infest you and parasites. So this woman gets so full of slugs. She's just this big flesh ball full Uh, of slugs in a barn. I remember that scene. She keeps talking how hungry she is. Uh, I saw that. And then I I swear I didn't eat for like two days. I I just felt so sick. 
watching that. Damn. So the movie made you fast a little bit. It happened. did, yeah. basically, Damn. which is great for a fortune. It's a good way to fast. If you want to fast, just watch Slither. Yeah. It's pretty God. gross. Honestly, it, no, I get it. Why? <laughs> even with the like the special effects, they're not great compared to, you yeah. know, when you look back on them. But it's still uh, the practical special effects that are way better than the CGI because they're yeah. so slimy. It's so disgusting. All the people, like, maybe you'd like it because they all morph together at some point. Oh, interesting. That's your thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're all about morphing. <laughs> I'm a, uh, yeah, I love this idea. I won't get into it in too in depth because I, I've already done that so many times. Uh, but I just like the idea of, I was like, about to say, no, go for it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just like the idea of, like, two humans, like, coming together, mm -hmm. like, face-to-face -face and just kind of melding into, like, one Cronenberg-looking thing. Okay. But the idea, where the idea came from is that if you're living with somebody, like, you can just morph and then make, like, your morning more efficient. Like, hmm. you guys can just take a shower real quick as one person, you know? So you, get, you guys can eat as one person. It just efficiency, you know what I mean? But what about intimacy? Is it masturbating or is it sex? No, 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 no. So this is not sexual. Okay. See, most people get confused. He thought this out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's been on his mind. This is this is not at all sexual. Like okay. it can be, but it's not. So it, what it is, it's so it, it yeah. It started from the fact that you could make your morning more efficient, and then also everybody has the thoughts that like nobody knows about, right? Like even if you tried your hardest to try and communicate to somebody your deepest, darkest thoughts, you almost can't. Like there's something inherently human about having that one little piece of information that you won't give up to anybody but yourself and how cool it would be and how, how cool and traumatizing it would be mm -hmm. to walk inside each other's minds and see that of the other person and then come out of it like, holy, what the fuck? The, what is in your head, you know? But we're all so different mm -hmm. that it wouldn't just be like that for one person. If both people would come out of the experience kind of like with a, like a mile-long stare, being like, what the, what the fuck did I just see? But This is what he likes. <laughs> Well, it's not necessarily a control alt delete thing. <laughs> yeah, I feel, I feel like <laughs> it can be. Yeah, but not really. <laughs> yeah, no. So yeah, that that's that's where the idea came from. Those two, those two kind of thoughts. You know, do you have this written down somewhere? Um, we have it recorded plenty of places because yeah, we have it recorded. It Grab a notebook and write that down because I totally. It, I have like it rehearsed. A, yeah. I can I can pull it out. It, it yeah. sounds like a horror movie to me. It sounds like it'd be a good idea for a film. Yeah. You know, because yeah. like I said earlier, like horror lacks originality. That yeah. would, you know. I think the interesting. I think something there. Yeah, I think the the one thing I do enjoy out out of some things is like psych, the psychology of of horror. Yeah. That's why I loved Midsummer so much. That was good. Midsummer. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was. Just, you know, it's funny. We were driving to uh, Bishop because my sister lives up there, mm -hmm. um, and my my son stayed over there for a couple weeks just gotcha. for summer. And yeah. Um, a lot of fields over there. I was getting midsummer vibes oh, for shit. sure. Yeah. <laughs> now there's there's something about so one of the things. Okay, so why why I specifically like liminal horror mm -hmm. is because I if I I was explaining the other day to somebody that like people in movies like just who work in movies they're it's very rare to meet the one guy who's really good at everything. So everything is good at specific things. And yeah. For me, it would be like. 
I'm good at getting it made. And mm-hmm. I'm also like in terms of making stuff, I have very, I have strong visuals. I like very strong visuals. So right. something that gets me about liminal horror is the use of space yeah. and technology to create this feeling of isolation. That's the the main objective of it. So that's why like Midsummer like speaks so much to me because it's like this big, open, serene space, and in it, there at the heart of it, it's not even like one person controlling the psychology of all these people. No, it's a it's lot. like it's like a. It, it's like a group think type of thing. Like yeah. it's no longer just like an individual. It's this idea that's controlling all these people with and like then, a long history. Exactly. Yeah. And then it just kind of consumes the people that come into it. And yeah. you know, at the end of the movie, you like spoilers, I guess. Uh, it's been a few years, but I'll just, I just keep it a little vague, but basically they, they end up consuming the protagonist uh, in a different way than her companions, right? But she still is in it, and mm-hmm. that just how that how it fucks with you is so good. Also, that movie, I yeah, I just like psychological things for yeah, sure. Yeah, because she was a nobody in the beginning of that movie. Yeah, and she became yeah. a somebody. She just had nothing. Yeah, and, and that, that's how that's how they get you. you and know? she got everything at the end, mm-hmm. but in a cult. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, she <laughs> she like, suddenly has. Like, like dozens of people yeah. as a family, and mm. she had absolutely no family to start with. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I remember watching that movie in the theater, and the sex scene in there, everyone was just fucking it on the floor fun. laughing. I mean, it, really? Yeah, it, it, they're laughing cause, just because you know we're all immature. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the guy's a jerk though. It, this, he, this is a, the guy's a dick. Yeah, yeah totally in that movie. Yeah. yeah, but I remember you know watching that scene, but it's very like, it just takes it, you aback. It's yeah. funny, but it's also very like, okay, this is very culty. Oh, <laughs> also, yeah. also that part where, you know, the, the women, they embrace her and they just do the sobbing thing together yeah. where it's like, it's creepy, but there's, there's definitely this element of, um, you know, women supporting each other that's present in yeah. non cults too. So you, you can recognize that. And so, yeah. And I, it's, it's being expressed in such a strange way, but it's also yeah. very human. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I that just, part I understand yeah. completely. I yeah. love the, I just love that aspect of like fucking with someone's psyche, not like intentionally, but like just like through a visual medium like that, Mm. that always, that Mm -hmm. that definitely gets me. Yeah. I feel pretty proud of myself if I made a horror movie successfully. I think the thing about writing horror and why I noped out of that so quickly is because it, it makes you have to confront what scares you. Yeah. No. And I don't, I don't like, I don't like that. (laughs) I I just psychologically freaked myself out and that I did this like really sharp turn into comedy after that. Right. Yeah. So I I listened to the podcast earlier, like you attempt to stand up at one point or you want to? I'm looking into it. Yeah. I'd like to. Okay. Well, like I said, you know, any open mics welcomes anybody. Yeah. You can go out there and not be ready. You can just sign up. They'll put you on for four minutes. That sounds good to yeah. me. Just letting you know. Just like, yeah, <laughs> just it's, it's like, out there. it's nerve-wracking, but I I keep reading all these stories from other people. I, I work on the subreddit and stuff just yeah. to get myself mentally prepared. I, yeah. I understand now the mm-hmm. open mic, it's for me, it's not for the audience. It's for Sign practice. Up. Stop reading those. Uh, really? Stop reading them. The thing, okay, here's one thing. Um, I've done a show, you guys know who Sean Weiss is? Um, no, I Goldberg from the Mighty Ducks movies. I don't know if you ever watched oh, Mighty Ducks. No, I did not. Yeah, Long time ago. yeah, I'm old, so I'm 38. So, <laughs> yeah. you look so much younger. Thank you. I pre- yeah, it, honestly, okay. 
I've always taken care of moisturizing and stuff like I that, but it's, but it's because of my fiance. I have a facial regimen now in the evening and in the morning, so I have heard for for that. You don't so. look a day over twenty. No, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Very sweetie. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah, I'm old. Um. Those movies came out in like the early nineties. You know, so I'm yeah. Pricing. Yeah. And he was the goalie, but he actually um he's three years clean now. So, Good. but uh, I did a show with him at the San Jose Improv, and I was kind of getting I was like maybe three four years into comedy, mm-hmm. yeah. and I was kind of getting in myself in my head. But I've done the San Jose Improv numerous times. Nice. And then I was sitting with them, and he told me this one thing that actually helped me out a lot. He told me he's like, "Look, you go out there and bomb." Nothing new is going to happen to you tomorrow morning. You go out there and do good. Nothing new is going to happen to you tomorrow morning. You just need to get out there and just do your shit. And yeah. ever since he told me that, I'm like, you know, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, people are not going to remember this, you know. But when it comes to bombing, you need nights to bomb. Yeah. yeah. You you definitely need it because it thickens your skin. That's exactly. One. And it, it makes for a great story. And honestly, to get out of it, too, one thing to do is acknowledge that you're bombing. Really, and that usually gets yeah. a laugh, yeah, because I've <laughs> I've bombed many times. Because mm-hmm. I'll do one night where, or when I was really more into it in the beginning, um, I'll do ten minutes of material that gets a lot of laughs, and then the next night I'll do the same ten minutes and get nothing. So yeah, um, it happens. That's so. the thing you have you have to have such a strong sense of self because you n- you'd never know what you're gonna get. Yeah, because the only th- the only thing that, the only way to to get through that is just to do it. Yeah, that's that's what I feel. I feel like my coping mechanism, you know, it, it's I can say it because I haven't actually tried it yet. But I feel like my way of dealing with that is just to keep going, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. just I'll, get to the end. Yeah, that's the thing. And I'll tell you what, like I said, if you ever do an open mic, let me know. I'll go with you. OK, I will go with you. Thank you. And um, I recently just did Roosters, uh, mm-hmm. Rooster Chief at this comedy club yeah. in Sunnyvale. I don't know if you guys ever been there i have not been there yet but yeah. i heard it's a cool show we were it, looking it is yeah. yeah so wednesday nights it's a new talent showcase nice anyone can sign up you can sign yeah, up man. you both can sign up yeah. and um i'll probably i'll probably sign up yeah rooster uh, rooster bookings at yahoo.com gotcha just hit them up and tell them like hey i want to jump on a new talent showcase yeah. they will literally email you back maybe in a couple of days they're like these are the dates you we have gotcha tell them a date you want they're like all right you're on yeah i've only i've only done one open mic so far uh, I, heard, I, heard, I heard that part. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to that. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't. I definitely did it without the intention of being like, oh, I definitely want to do this again. Right. One of the things I did it for two reasons. One, it was I was get it out of your system. I was there, and I also I always I kind of like I'm very. Um, I don't think I'm the most adventurous person ever. I like right. doing things, but I just my life is so. I'm normal, like, or, or I'm busy with film stuff or whatever. Yeah. So I don't, I don't feel, I just don't need the excitement in my life of like jumping out of a plane or doing something like that. Yeah. But on my bucket list was I want a bomb at least like once. Yeah. And so that's part of the reason I did it. And the other one I wanted to see, cause I used to do theater, uh, in high school. One okay. Of, so you have, you have stage experience. I do have stage experience. Right. Uh, but I, I doing theater in high school, there was, there was such a high that came off of being on that stage. Right. I wanted to see if it was at all like replicable by doing that. And I didn't, I didn't bomb, but I did, I did well enough, mm-hmm. but it did not give me the high that I wanted. Well, doing the stand-up show or? Uh, or? Yeah, well, it was, it was an open, I'll tell you what yeah. it was. It was, it was an open a, mic or? It was an open mic at Urbana Soul in downtown oh you know i used to do open my actually my very first one of my very first poetry readings was mm-hmm. at nirvana soul but it wasn't nirvana soul it was a cafe for scotty oh gotcha yeah, gotcha. so 
Yeah, yeah. We were yeah. thinking of going there for, for my first too. You should. Yeah. I, I think they do open mics, what, Thursday or Wednesday? Thursdays or Fridays, yeah. yeah. So. It's definitely an interesting crowd that shows up there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I only did well because I was willing to, because it's not my profession and I don't yeah. have aspirations in it. I was so willing to, like, kind of take inspiration from the things that I have I had watched before. Not in terms of, like, what to say, but in terms of, like, style of, like, not giving a fuck or yeah. whatever, going up there and doing whatever, that... I was like, oh, like it'll it because to be honest with you, I, I saw I saw a good amount of like other people's sets and I was like, I mean, how easy would it be to dunk on all these people right now? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like because because a lot of the content yeah. was not con- it was it was supposed to be like open open mic with the implication of like you're supposed to be when if you come here, you, sh- you should try to be funny. And a yeah, lot of the stuff. Especially if you're doing comedy, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, that's the idea. You know. And a lot of the people who were going up, it, it felt like they were kind of. They definitely had more experience than me, like a couple of people, right? But they, it felt like, I don't know, it felt like they were almost afraid to like take a risk. So Probably because of the environment, because coffee definitely. shops tend to sometimes have restrictions. A hundred percent. Yeah, because uh, I mean, if you go to like Caravan Wednesday nights, comedy nights, open mic, mm-hmm. little plug in for you okay. if you ever want to try it out. Yeah. Um, they start at like ten o'clock at night, so I don't know gotcha. if you're a night owl. I'll make a mental note. Yeah, if you're a night owl, I don't know. Huh. I'll send you all the information. Thank you. Um, but um, I think with coffee shops, you know, mm-hmm. I feel they tend to be a little restricted because it definitely makes some more sense. Because yeah. when I got off, uh, like I said, I, I did I did well enough. Mm-hmm. I got off, and the owner happened to be there, and his when he he. He didn't come up to me. I just happened to be passing him by to go up the stairs again. Right. Yeah. And he goes, "Wow, like uh, you did pretty good." And I go, "I was like, yeah, sure, man." And Thank then he you. was like, "I, I really wish you wouldn't have said some of the things you said up there." <laughs> You're gonna have to tell me off air what you said. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely. I'll tell you what I said. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've actually I've done comedy there, and mm-hmm. yeah, I. Yeah, they didn't. It, it's like I said, it just feels restricted because like I'm yeah. not like I don't go on stage and like be super raunchy and dirty. You know? Yeah, no, no, anyone no. can do that. No, of course, yeah, anyone yeah. can. Do, I always say, if you're gonna do that, you better be funny because mm-hmm. you can't. Cause I've seen acts where, you know, they're just literally on stage. You know, I was playing my balls this morning. I'm like, all right, another <laughs> masturbating joke. Great. That's actually how I started my set. Oh, okay. Right, well, that was you. <laughs> 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 you looked familiar. Your pants were down and everything. <laughs> no, but um. I mean, I just think, like, if you're going to be dirty, you better be funny, you know? Definitely. Like, you know, Bob Saget, you know, rest in peace. You know, I just think if anyone did his act, they wouldn't be funny. No. I just think it's it's funny because it's coming coming from Mr. Tanner from Full House. Exactly. Because when I first heard his act, I I almost had a stroke. I remember that, yeah. I I remember being younger, and I was first getting into the – just knowing about comedy in right, general, yeah. you know what I mean. A big, a big part of it, like it, I don't know, it, because it didn't seem that real to me at the time. I was definitely younger, like seventeen or whatever. Right. I was looking through comedians and being like, "Whoa!" Like people, like yeah, this is a big thing people do. And it then is, I yeah. remember seeing Bob Saget's name and going, "Wait, the guy from like Full House, like that dude?" And then I remember reading some stuff that was like, "Jesus Christ, this motherfucker!" Like. <laughs> says some weird shit on stage and I was like interesting and then I went and looked for one of his specials 
And I remember just being mind blown and being like, wow, he really is saying all that. One of the jokes that stands out to me from him Mm. is he would say, sorry, he said, he said, yeah, girls are cones. He's like, oh my God, I grew up watching you. He's like, yeah, now you're going to go down watching me. I'm like, that's disgusting. Yeah, yeah, that's some Bojack Horseman shit right there. Anybody, like, if I did that, that, that's illegal. Yeah, yeah, But Bob Saget did it because Bob Saget, you know. But rest in peace, Bob Saget. So. Yeah, but I definitely want to try, like, I, I it would be cool to at least go once, especially with you, because I know you want to try it a lot. Yeah, I really, I need, um, I wasn't sure about Nirvana Soul. I have this bit that I want to do where I talk about um, watching, or the one porn that I've watched in, like, the past 10 years. You go to Caravan. Caravan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The thing is with Caravan, um, Caravan's been ongoing for years. Um, I've only done it, like, twice. Mm-hmm. And keep it, all I can say, keep in mind, have you been inside the Caravan? No. Okay. Just keep in mind, you're doing you're doing a comedy open mic in a bar. Right. That's all you need to know. It's oh, gonna damn. be very loud like, in there. Because like I said, when yeah. it comes to open mics, you yeah. know, especially at bars, nobody's there to see you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. nobody's there to you know, people are just there because they want to drink or because it's like I had a hard day. Last thing I want to hear is like yeah. comedians like mm-hmm. you know, working on a joke, you know. And so <laughs> like just be prepared for shit like that yeah. once you get but once you get up there. Um, again, it thickens your skin and honestly, you need nights like those. Cause I knew a comic who, um, actually started before I did, um, first two shows he's ever done. He annihilated, Damn. annihilated. He got, ro- like he was, that's he, awesome. He, he's always been funny though. Cause I knew yeah. him, I knew, I knew this guy since junior high mm-hmm. and he's always been like just goofy. Yeah. And then one night he bombed, he almost didn't want to do comedy ever again. Oh man! And I'm like, that's what I was looking. I was looking yeah. for the bomb. Yeah, I really was. And that's all my fiance because, like, you know, since she's been with me, we've been together almost five years. Mm-hmm. Um, and the shows she's been to, she can do my act if she wants to because mm-hmm. she's, you know, gotcha. I add more to it ever since then. Because, um, but um, I'm I'm trying to look for that night where she's there, and I'm like, I really want you to watch me bomb. Like, I want you to be there. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I do. Oh. I told him, like, if you're going to love me, if you're going to spend the rest of your life with me, yeah. you need to see these nights. That is, like, a level of intimacy, just it, seeing it, that. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, the thing with her is, like, I can honestly say I'm marrying my best friend. You oh, know? that's nice. It is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, one thing we have in common, it, we're both bisexual, so mm-hmm. we're both, I call ourselves a greedy couple. So, <laughs> yeah, so, so, but um, I say that on stage, which usually tends to get a laugh, so, gotcha. but, um. But yeah, I mean, it's so jealousy is also off the table too. And, you know, yeah, just we met working together at Starbucks. So another coffee place. Yeah. I did Starbucks for 16 years, so I'm not there anymore. So I can make fun of that place now. So (laughs) (laughs) I bet that's like a mine. Like I've just, I was there for like one year and I ran away screaming. (sighs) I did a year in Valley Fair and I, I say that like I'm, I did a year in prison. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you survived. <laughs> you see this scar? <laughs> no. Um, see these burns? Yeah, see, That's some hot water. Exactly. <laughs> well, you, you see this scar right here on my arm right here? Oh, really? Yeah, I can honestly say I had a, I wish I had a cool story, but it was the safety box from Starbucks. Oh, God. Yeah, oh, clawed damn. the shit out that of me. place is dangerous. It is, yeah. Well, and then it's like, you know, it's, baristas are underpaid. That's all yeah. I can really say about that. I don't want to get political. You know, no, so. you're good. Hey, yeah. You know, honestly, nowadays everyone's underpaid. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Like, I, my job I have now, I, I get paid significantly well. So, oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So at a high end place. But, um, 
yeah, I just feel places like Starbucks and to any customer service, I mean, the shit they got to put up with, like mm-hmm. yeah. underpaid, like, you know, I saw a lady get a frappuccino thrown at her, you know, hey, you know what? Not worth the 1550 an hour. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. So it was on my shift too. It was on a Black Friday at Valley Ew. Fair. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. She almost had like a panic attack after that whole thing happened. And I told her, I pulled her in the back. I'm like, you know what? I think you're ready to go home. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. I would be. Oh, yeah. I mean, after shit like that happened, I'm not going to keep you around. Yeah. I'm like, hey, wipe your tears. You know, we got a line of drinks. Let's go. Yeah. yeah so. I got lucky. I only ever had one interaction with a customer at any of my retail jobs mm-hmm. that ended up with me, like, being super, super mad and, like, feeling disrespected. Yeah. But otherwise, yeah, I had one for one. Yeah, yeah. One where, yeah, I don't know about you, but I did, I did at one point, I was just so, like, over the day. That I just started being like rude to people. Uh, like, th- you know what? I think it's anyone that says they don't have those days, they're yeah. fucking lying. Hundred percent. Lie through yeah. teeth. Like I, yeah. like I had a I day like that those. the other day because, like, yeah. you know, yeah. we close at like three o'clock. Yeah. And you know, you get those people where it's like, you know, like, oh, we're the last minute rush, and I'm like, yeah, but you're not understanding what you're doing. Yeah. You know, yeah. we got to be out by three thirty. We got to clean some shit up and, you know, you've had all this time to get your coffee Yeah, all this time to get your coffee, you know, but Hey, what do I know? (laughs) Yeah. Or yeah. You know, one thing I definitely have learned over the years in service and also like the, the, just the stuff that we do, right. You know, no, no shade to any of our crews, but damn, nobody pays attention at at all. Like (laughs) even if you can make the most obvious sign in the world and someone will still gloss over it. I remember the the one woman I had at work was I used to work for uh, this um, let's just say a, do- a donation center. Okay. And so I was working in the back. I was alone for I was so I only had the job for six months. First three months I did it alone. Uh, I was the only one in the back, and I would just take all that shit. So that back I mean? room was all yours, and Dude, you just you got yeah, it was, everything. It was hell, and it was before Man. I found the volume knob. To the radio in the back, mm-hmm. so I had to listen to the same playlist like every day. <gasps> yeah, so for the first three months that happened, and it's funny is I, I found that shit by accident because we used to have like these barrels. I mean, I think they do still where the, you put glass in these barrels. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Broken so, glass or just glass? Both. Oh, yeah, yeah. It doesn't even matter. You no. just kind of put glass all together, and I just happened to knock over a whole stack of these at one point. And then there at the very back of the wall was this tiny dial that said volume on it. And I, it was like, I felt, I felt so, there was like a euphoria. I was like, oh my God, I don't have to listen to this anymore. Thank God. But what happened is that it was towards the end of the day and somebody came and it was like, I think it maybe because it was like a tech guide that maybe I was a little peeved, right. maybe extra peeved in that moment. But he was like, hey, is there, is this where we uh, like do donations? And I remember just being so over it that I walked just just ever so slightly closer to him. And then I craned my neck up and I pointed up. And I go, you see that big sign right there mm-hmm. that says donations? Like, yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I just remember, like, I guess he must have been having, like, a real good day. Because yeah. just, like, the look on his face just, like, fell. I was like, uh, I was like, oh, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't mean to make him feel that bad, but, like. Come on, it's like a huge ass letters when you, you drive up here. Man. You didn't mean it, but also mission accomplished. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. No. My favorite when I worked at Starbucks, and you said you did a year, yeah, at whatever location you Polish, were at. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, my favorite is like I don't know if you ever worked a closing shift. I have. Yeah. yeah. So my favorites are the ones that try to open the door, 
and they know we're closed. Oh, yeah, my favorites are the ones like where they'll look at the hours of operation. Yeah, they say for example we close at seven thirty. They'll look at their watch after seven thirty. Yeah, and they'll still knock on the door. Like, and then, and then it's kind of like you one day. Yeah. I kind of went to the door and I'm like, "Can I help you?" She's like, "Oh, um, can I get a drink?" I'm like, "We are closed. Like, we close at seven thirty. You can get yeah. one somewhere else." Yeah. And that's happened to me like a handful of times. And mm. then they'll ask, and they'll even ask too, like, oh, are you guys open? You chugged the door a little bit, did you? <laughs> so it's locked. So what does that tell you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But my favorite ones, also my favorite ones are the ones that, um, you know, they'll still open the door. And then, and like, I don't know why I give these people the attention. I can easily just ignore them, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, but I'll open the door and be like, we're closed. And they're like, oh, can I just get a latte? I'm like, what did I just tell you? <laughs> Damn, dude. Yeah. It's like. And like a lot of these people, like, you know, I, they just, yeah, they lack common sense. So I had this like one woman who got really mad at me because she wanted me to make this drink exactly the way she, or she, she had this special drink that she always got and it was her favorite drink ever. I probably made her drink. And then she watched, she was watching me make it (laughs) and she was, she was like, you're doing it wrong. You need to put the brown stuff in it. I'm like, what brown stuff? Coffee's brown. The frappuccino stuff is brown. Yeah. The chocolate's brown. Oh, what are you talking about? She didn't even know what was in her favorite drink in the world. Right? Yeah. I had one lady one time. Um, said, oh, we'll go back and forth. Start with stories. <laughs> we can, that could be a two-parter. <laughs> um, this one lady, she uh, she wanted a Napoleon frappuccino. Cause one thing I didn't like is secret menu drinks. Oh, fuck I, that. Yeah, exactly. I, I didn't run into that very often. But I left... Right after the unicorn frappuccino happened. Oh yeah, so, you dodged a that, bullet. Yeah. yeah, no. Um, the the secret menu shit was especially when I worked in Valley Fair for for about a year. Mm-hmm. Um, I would always tell them to like, oh, can I get the Harry Potter chingadera frappuccino, whatever the hell they had. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and we were like, well, we don't know what that is, and they're like, oh, let me pull it up real quick. If yeah, they, they would pull it up on their phones. I would always tell them if you don't have it up on your screen. I will make you get in the back of the line. And yeah. Yeah. I pissed off a lot of people doing that. You have to, if you're going to do that, you literally have to know all the ingredients. Like you can, you can, you don't even have to say secret menu. Yeah. Just say, just, just, just start rattling off the, the customization. Yes, we'll do just, it completely normally. No pain. Yeah. So no, no problems. Yeah. There's been a couple of times where I'll make a latte and they're like, this doesn't taste right. Can you remake it? I would turn like, yeah, sure. I would turn around for five seconds, give them the same drink and <laughs> then they'll drink it. And they're like, perfect. Thank you. I'm like, see, yeah, it's that's my thing. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, the thing about Starbucks is with the secret menu stuff is they just indulge it. Yeah. You know, I think like the, the pink drink was a secret menu thing and then they adopted it into the menu and then they just started making more of them. Like yeah. I, I feel bad for today's Starbucks yeah. workers. Well, it's funny too, because I still frequent Starbucks, mm-hmm. you know, I, I kind of treat it like a prostitute. It's cheap and easy, you know, <laughs> it's like, right, true, I true. can't say right there. Cause I, I still really like their iced coffee, just straight up the way they make it, except with the brevet. Yeah. Me, so. I, I don't even drink coffee. Like I bleed coffee. Like if yeah. I don't have my coffee in the morning, I'm the biggest asshole on the planet. Mm-hmm. You know, my fiance is quick to point that out. <laughs> um, me, I drink cold brew red eyes. It's literally just cold brew with espresso yeah, on it. Yeah. I just needed just to Damn. Get me through the day. <laughs> I used to have to do those too. Yeah. 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 So 
Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just have a very standard order every time I go. I, I'll either get, like, the two most popular, like, sweet ones, mm-hmm. which is either the caramel ribbon crunch or the chocolate chip one. Yeah. Or the s'mores. That's what it's called. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's I usually really like summer. the s'mores frappuccino. Yeah, it's, it's oh, we no- should go get some. It's just nothing but candy. It's, it's so it's, good. The thing is, it, I'll admit it is good, but, yeah. like, as you're drinking it, you can feel your teeth decay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you're, like, worth it. You know you're being a piece of shit when uh, you're drinking yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but, but you're being a good piece of shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit, dude. Oh, man. Naughty a little bit, dude. That, that, it's, it's that marshmallow whipped cream. Yes, dude. As soon as it, it when you're drinking, especially on a hot day, if you're drinking on a hot day, yeah. it gets this consistency when it starts to kind of like fuse to get all these things, and that one magical <laughs> sip where you just get all that shit in you. You're just, it's just like a, <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. You know, it's funny. I totally understand what you're saying. That's that's a feeling I get when I drink my cold beer red eyes. Yeah, like you know, your your yeah. body's tingling. The endorphins just yeah, like just <laughs> that, that's like that's also like my first sip of the because we started going to Phil's usually before I love the show. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. So good, I, I don't I don't drink the coffee when we were about to do a show because coffee just makes me have to pee. Coffee is like coffee is like an at home kind of drink for right, me. Yeah. Right. So instead, I started getting an iced black tea mm-hmm. with. Uh, white sugar and medium cream and the first sip always tastes like a boba to me yeah 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 a lot of get a lot of starbucks people they try to mimic boba oh really then, yeah uh, even people at my work now they'll ask for boba and like no we just got coffee yeah, yeah. that's it <laughs> yeah oh but my, my standard order though is uh especially because i get like a super like super anxious when I see a menu. Yeah. So especially when I'm in line, I just, I don't know what happens to me in that moment that I just become very stupid. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I want, but I use, so I usually default to like a single drink. It's really easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for me, that's an iced, uh, a, t- a iced caramel macchiato. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you have a strategy. At least you have a strategy. Like if it's I do too have much a strat- food, you're like, I yeah. got my default drink. Yeah. There's some drinks yeah. that every place has. Yeah. I, yeah. I've dealt with people to look at the menu. They're looking at the, like they're looking at Pandora's box. Yeah. Or they'll, but they'll ask like the silliest questions. They're like, Oh, what's in your coffee? I'm like, I mean, it's like 30 different coffees up there. See, so. I have like one foot in, one foot out most of the time. Like, yeah. it's not that I can't make up my mind, right. but it's so hard for me to pinpoint what I actually want in that moment. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, whatever I want to say, it's my best guess as to what I want in the moment. Mm-hmm. But also, I don't mind something that's just good. I mean, that's why every time I go to Phil's, I just get like an ice dancing water. And I'm always, I'm an iced guy through and through. Like, yeah, I drink cold brew. Like, I can, like mm. hot coffee, like, it, it just makes you hot. It doesn't sit well with me. Oh, really? I, but yeah, it, it makes me hot too. It makes me sweaty. Yeah. I'm just like, I, I like a cafe au lait with cream. Yeah. But yeah, like, not, not super often, mm. but I do, I do like, Cafe always and hot tea, but that's about it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I have to be in like a blizzard if I want something like hot. Oh, during a blizzard, I'll still order a cold brew. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't put I ice in my cold brew. I just pour it in. Just I just down it. There's like, something about, yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I, I explain this to people and they think I'm fucking crazy, but I like the kind of cold where it hurts going down. You know what I mean? Like you could feel it freezing everything as it hits the bottom of your stomach like, like you're swallowing knives oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, you know what i get it you know yeah i get it i just love cold yeah like, same I'm, here I, man I, I i can't do hot weather i'm a big guy big guys don't do good hot weather no yeah no i like i like my shit brisk yeah, yeah. even yeah. in winter like i just like oh 20 degrees bring it on let's do it yeah yeah man. so i oh, love the cold yeah so like i ac at the house i have it on arctic 
Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, There's so. nothing better than... I remember I used to have a friend, and in high school, we would, like, I would, we would go over to her house, and, like, the, the coolest thing was, she, I don't think she, she didn't have any carpet in her apartment where, where she lived with her mom, and so, and the AC was bolted onto, like, the bottom of the floor, like, yeah. you know, like, almost like a vent. It was really weird setup, but we would just lay there and, like, let the AC hit us and the hardwood floor at the same time. Right. Oh, shit, dude. Best feeling in the world. Dude, it's so good during the summer. Oh, my God. You take cold showers? I do. Yes. I, you know, I'm trying to slowly get into that. Like, you know, yeah, it's and, hard. Yeah, I tried taking one actually the other day. Yeah. And, but I wake up at, like, 4 o'clock in the morning every morning. Yeah, this but, sounds psychotic, but, like, when yeah. you feel, when you take that sharp, that first sharp breath, yeah. where you go, <gasps> and, oh, man, I yeah. feel so and good. So, but I feel, I, I would feel bad because, like, because yeah. we kind of have, a like, a Jack and Jill room. Like, it's my room in the bathroom. Oh, and it's yeah, connected, connected to my son's room. Mm-hmm. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, so, like, my, like, I don't want hears me screaming like a girl. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Uh, you, you just got to keep that in. Yeah, you know? I know. Well, I, nah, I'm just going to let it all out. I mean, <laughs> it, makes you, it makes you feel like uh, you're... It actually makes you feel... It's worse with hot water, though, in my opinion, but it makes you feel like uh, you're dying. I, I'm yeah. team hot shower. But I, I hear that's just that's just like a literally, bad childhood every, kind of thing. <laughs> no, that's literally everyone. It's like I need to feel something. That's so funny. That's everyone You'll in feel something with a cold shower. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, in the cold shower, I just, I just like the feeling of like just that oh just i don't know and then you get used to it after a while like after a minute or so yeah yeah and then it feels really nice in your skin yeah hot uh, the thing about hot showers is that like with cold water it doesn't actually hurt you with hot water it hurts you like you know what i mean yeah and then afterwards like there's i don't know for me at least there's this discomfort of like my skin rapidly drying because it's hot. Like it's really weird. Yeah. So yeah. my fiance, she likes she likes like hot showers. You know, sometimes I'll take yeah. really hot showers myself. Yeah. You know, but um, uh, I would try to tell her to take a cold shower. She won't do it. Yeah. 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 The other thing that that prevents me from doing it is it's very psychological. But I can't I can't stand being in a bathroom that's steamed up. That's uh, so. I'm usually the first one in the morning to take a shower mm-hmm. if I'm with, if like if I'm traveling with other people, or if I'm doing it, just anything that involves me having having to share like a bathroom with other people. I have to be first, okay? Because I can't stand like the 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 oh the, uh, the condensation. Yeah, I can't stand the condensation. You don't like <laughs> moisture. I don't like. Mo- yeah, you're right. 100. Yeah. percent I don't. I hate. You're not the- a moist man. Yeah. <laughs> no. Even even I like. I go through great lengths. So I don't wet like the carpet. You know how the like, people have carpet in their yeah. bathroom, mm-hmm. and then you can feel where they took a step out of the shower. You yeah. Out, you're, whoop, whoop, whoop. Yeah. I so I yeah I I have like a I have I have a system, so I don't do that. <laughs> like if you if I take a shower and I get out, mm-hmm. it's like I didn't even take a shower. Like that, I need that psychologically. Right. I don't know why, <laughs> but like I just yeah. Hey, you, you know what you like, so hundred percent. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. sound psychotic at all. No, but, yeah, yeah. Just it's odd that you don't like moisture. I'm a moist guy. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I usually wait. Like if someone does beat me to it, mm-hmm. I'll wait for that shit till I clear out before yeah. I get in there again. And yeah, we got a vent, so like it like. As soon as like the conversation hits, oh, 100 percent, just hit, it, turn it, that it, thing on. See, like after like five minutes, it's gone. So. I wish that shit had like a turbo on it, though. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Just, I, I want to <laughs> make it. I want to hear like a jet get like about to take off. Yeah, is just there a so, jet in the bathrooms. Like no, it's just. No. <laughs> I'm just trying to get rid of this shit, man. Yeah, man. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, well, uh, we're, we're basically at the end here. Okay. Uh, if you, I don't know if you have more things you want to promote or tell people where to find you. Um, I'm mainly on Instagram under bad poetry Inc. So it's awesome. B A D P O E C R Y I N C all lowercase. Um, same thing under Twitter, but like Instagram is mainly where I have everything. So, awesome. and you can find me on, um, on Facebook under Albie Bastida. Awesome. So, and yeah. Uh, yeah, that's about yeah. it. Don't forget to check out those bat t-shirts. Yes. By yeah, way, we'll have all the links in the show uh, information. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. and don't, don't forget, um, yeah, my T-Public and Redbubble account, 25% of my earnings are being donated to bat sanctuaries. So exactly. Save yeah, bats. Trying, exactly. Exactly. I'm all for saving bats. And my goal is to hit uh, 20, not 25, I'm... My goal is to hit a million items sold by Halloween. Nice. So, and so. I tell people like it's a crazy number. It is. It is definitely a crazy it is, number. But if we all if we all get together, we can make it happen. Exactly. So, so. visit that shop, get some cool retro designs on exactly. your t shirts. So yeah. and yeah, support bats and support local artists such as yourselves. Oh yeah. Definitely. Yes. Yeah. And I'm looking to see you guys on stage sometime soon. We'll yeah. keep in touch. Yeah, we'll we'll, hit, we'll, hit, we'll touch. hit you up. Yes. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Yes. Yeah. Yes, for sure. And um yeah, I'll have some shows coming up soon for sure. Awesome. Yeah. yeah so, but Thanks, again, man. thank you guys so much for having me on the show. Well, thank I really you. Thank you. Yeah. It was yeah. really fun. Yeah. No, I had a good time. Thank you so much. Awesome. All right. All right. Oh, shout out to Belgium. Shout out to Belgium. Shout out to Belgium. And uh, we'll What's see up, everybody. <laughs> yes, we have no idea who it is. It's just one dude who always listens uh, from Belgium. Every time we uh, uh, we publish an episode, the very first download is from Belgium. So. All right. Well, Belgium, if you're listening, keep just keep watching. You know, we know you love to watch. Yeah. I love to listen. Appreciate you. We're yeah. here for you. Yeah. I don't know you, but I already love you. <laughs> so. All right. Bye, everybody. All right. Bye. Bye, everybody.